<laughs> What's love got to do? This is Entertainment Entertainment, the entertaining podcast with the entertaining conversation with the entertaining comedians. Kayla McKee and Justin Angermeyer. I'm Justin Angermeyer. I'm Kayla McKee. This is Tina Turner singing about love. What's love got to do with it? We're singing about love because there's a lot of uh, celebrity, you know, love stories. There, there's breakups. There's, you know, hookups happening now. Yeah. There's reminiscing as we're about to get into. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we figured that's an appropriate song to start with. Uh, R.I.P. Tina, you are missed and you, you made an impact. One um, of the best. Yep. We'll, we'll live forever. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to start with uh, the uh, recent, as, as you know, our girl Tara Reed. Mm-hmm. We've talked about her on the podcast before. We're going to talk about her again. At, National you know, treasure. National treasure. She uh, so she's been doing a little media rounds. Yep. Um, if you didn't watch Special Forces, you only need to watch the first episode. Yeah, that's it. Where Tara Reed tries to walk across this crazy bridge and just falls immediately like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> yeah. She's just like. Ugh. <laughs> she does make that <laughs> sound. Yeah. <laughs> and and she's just all of us. <laughs> and then they confiscate her cigarettes, and that's really all you need to watch. That's it. You know? Yeah. If you want, you can also look for the scene where Tom Sandoval and Jack, o- Jack Osborne fight. Uh, that's also pretty good. That's but it, but like, good. but for the first episode, really just get Towery falling on the horizontal ladder and just like every one of her body parts is hanging over a different part of the ladder as she it's, hangs like 100 feet in the air. It's visually confusing <laughs> and fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. The best. Uh, yeah. So recently she's making some media rounds mm-hmm. uh, and she's disclosed that. Back in the early 2000s, before she got engaged to the one, the only Carson Daly. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, she had a, just kind of like a fun fling with Mr. Football himself, Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. And now she's just talking about how fun he used to be and how not fun he is now. And it's kind of hilarious. Yeah, she's really, really digging on him. She's just trolling him. Um yeah, and it's also, wait, I think before, we, we should mention that, um, so Tara Reid was engaged to Carson Daly, and this is something that I vividly remember watching the 2001 MTV New Year's Eve countdown, and it was, like, the first time <laughs> I think I ever saw someone, like, publicly intoxicated on television. Yeah, that was, like, because it went from, like, 1970s match game <laughs> where everyone was was drinking scotch and smoking a cigarette on, yes. on like, daytime television. And then it all went away. Reagan. All Reagan came, all went away. Yes. Nothing. was very scandalous. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, here comes Tara Reid. Oh, yeah. Breaking the doors down. Uh, really a... Uh, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Just a trailblazer. trailblazer. Really a trailblazer. And, you know, there's no Anderson Cooper and Andy Cohen without Tara Reid no. at the 2001 MTV uh, New Year's party. Yeah, Tara Reid ran White Girl Wasted. Like, she she started it. She is White Girl Wasted. <laughs> she is White she Girl Wasted. She runs White Girl Wasted. She runs that show. She's she So she, we owe her for that term. We do. Like, Thank you, Tara. She started it. You Thank know? you, Tara. Yes. Thank you, Tara. Clap, 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 clap. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so yeah, um, so she's she's come out, uh, you know her. So yeah, before right before then, she was in a fling with Tom Brady, crazy, who, who was who was a rookie, uh, and and he was infamously not really, you know, obviously in shape. He's a professional football player, mm-hmm. but like he doesn't he did not he did not have like the chiseled, cut up bod. The like know. I don't eat tomatoes, Tom Brady. It was not. He was still getting like a cheeseburger with a tomato on it, crazy, and the bun, yeah, and not just like eating avocado ice cream. Oh my god, avocado yeah. ice cream is a thing. 
Well, damn it is. Oh. I think it's like literally just like mashed, like processed avocado, and then you freeze it. Okay, I mean it's probably pretty good. Probably but good. Yeah, but and uh, ice cream is really good. That's ice cream the is thing really about good. Ice cream. And if you're Tom Brady, you can like have some ice cream and you'll still look good. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. you're not. It is interesting how self obsessed he is with his image and then his weight. Like yeah. why is it just like being married to a supermodel? Like did that just rub off on him? Like why is he so? I don't know. Because I, if it did rub off on him, he took it to a level even above Giselle, I feel like. Is he an obsessive guy, kind of? Oh, yeah. I okay. mean, complete workaholic maniac. Okay. I think that's basically why Giselle was like, I can't do this anymore. Right. Because he's so crazy. I mean, and the vein, I mean, here's a picture of him selling his underwear. This is what Giselle posted on her Instagram. Yeah. It was just to sell his underwear. But mm-hmm. look at him sucking his gut in. He sucked. Oh, my God, he, he is. He is sucking wow. his gut in. And I feel like if yeah. you're a man sucking your gut in, like, you care. I, you really oh, yeah. you really care. Yeah. Um, uh, a visible sucking of the gut by Tom Brady. He doesn't even have a gut, but he's sucking in whatever. I don't even know if it's sucking in a gut or it's an Instagram edit. Yeah, or it's just Photoshop. You can yeah. just kind of, like, on Instagram, I think you can, uh, like, adjust your face tune, I guess, for, mm. for your abs. Could you know, be. it does seem like a edited, just kind of made of a little V in the- indent. Into his, yeah. yes, he's like kind of like leaning over a sink. Yeah. Uh, flexing that one muscle on the sidearm. What's yeah, that flexing, called? Flexing the tries. Gotta flexing flex the try. tries. Yeah. I mean, he I mean, really is selling those boxer briefs. Yeah. And, you know, he looks good. He's in his mid-40s. You know, he, he looks good. He uh, does. But I'm with Tara Reid. Like, he doesn't look like fun. You know? Mm, yeah. I mean, that's what Terry is saying. Like, he used to be fun, and now she says, like, he's all cocky when I watch his interviews. Yeah. She's like, he just looks like he's all serious, and he's so cocky now. And I'm like, you're exactly right, Tara. She, she is right. I mean, he is the greatest ever, and I think that's really gone to his head. Oh, is he the greatest ever? Is that like... Uh, offensively, yes. Okay. The, the greatest, <laughs> I would still say Lawrence Taylor is the greatest player ever. Okay. Tom Brady, greatest offensive player ever. Uh, just kind of undeniably at this point. Okay, as someone who has no opinion whatsoever on football, I can yeah. easily be dissuaded. So, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I have no counter opinion on that. Um, yeah, yeah, and yeah, and he's got his nutrition down to a, a science. And a, right. yeah, like if you're if you're a lady and you're dating Tom Brady, uh, oh, you're gonna have to watch what you eat at a restaurant because he's you're gonna be out eating him quickly. I yeah. think, you know, or you know, you you might be a little self conscious. Yeah, that's annoying. I mean, I like to eat bread, and I don't need to be bread shamed by Tom fucking Brady. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah while well, he's getting like the cauliflower pizza, yeah. and yeah, as in you're gonna have to deal with that. I mean, you gotta have a winning personality to have the cauliflower pizza, and I'm not sure that he can pull off a cauliflower pizza on personality alone. You know, mm. I don't. I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I mean, you really, you know, I think you know, if, you have to have a legitimate gluten allergy if you're gonna go <laughs> cauliflower pizza, and for me to not judge it a little bit. Yeah, but I, I, yeah, so apparently the, the Tara Reid said they had a lot of fun, quote unquote, which that just means fucking, right? Right, it has to be. That just means they fucked a lot before yeah. he got boring and doesn't eat tomatoes, you know? Yeah, yeah you gotta think he would probably eat a little bit he would, and have a drink with her yeah. and they would have a good time at night. Touchdown after, touchdown <laughs> after, <laughs> yeah, yeah, touchdown, he, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, he was the lead scorer in her bedroom at that point, Yeah, you have to think. She uh, says, uh, he's all skinny now, he's so serious, he used to laugh. When I watch his interviews, he's so cocky now. <laughs> wow. 
I, you know, I don't disagree with her. Wow, he uh, used to laugh. I mean, that's like <laughs> such a funny, like. I mean, I, yeah, I just think that they're not compatible. I mean, when you think about Giselle and how, like, after the game, she'd be on Twitter, like, Tom cannot throw the ball and catch the ball himself. He needs help from his teammates. <laughs> like, that's yeah. the woman that he needs. Yeah. I mean, like, and Terry would probably just have been, like, wasted in the box, I know. not even watching the game at all. She's what we need. She's what we need. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But no, yeah. I always thought Giselle's, like, a football obsession was so lame. I mean, I don't know why, but I was always just like... <laughs> like football wife Giselle. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't do you, know. Do you believe her interest in football more than Taylor Swift's? Oh, yes. <laughs> we'll get to Taylor Swift and Travis, because I'll, I'll relate to, to another um, couple that we're going to talk about, but... Okay, yeah, okay, I'm yeah. not going to go there, but Interesting. I All definitely... Right. Well, yeah, they were married. I mean, Taylor Swift and, and the other guy were just dating rumors are flying that this may be leading to a marriage they're gonna have kids i mean people are losing their fucking minds anyway whatever um Uh, yeah i mean i can't i can't go uh uh, on a tom brady discussion without mentioning the uh famous clip of him dancing while giselle was at like carnivale i think in uh and then she was like in brazil Mm -hmm. i believe and i think she was like in the parade Mm -hmm. and tom brady is just like arms dancing (laughs) in the crowd i think i've showed you you this because it's very good it was when he had his long hair yeah and he was like and he's like doing that like arms up i mean i'm sorry tara reed that's kind of fun tom brady that i think and i think that was probably right before he really went avocado ice cream tom brady okay i think it really started to go downhill from that aspect Mm. there that was probably the last bastion of tom brady's gonna eat some gluten yeah even on his off week on not even not not even on his off week even on a week where he's got a game coming up he'll still you know he'll get a cheeseburger you know two days before the game yeah i don't know um but yeah interesting revelation these two dated they had a lot of fun together and now terry just is calling him boring yeah a boring cocky ex of hers Rightfully so. So They they seem not compatible. I'm glad they had a good time in the early 2000s. Uh, Carson Daly seemed like a better match for her. Oh yeah, God, what a what a what a New Year's Eve for me. Just at my friend (laughs) Tina's house, just mouth on the floor when Terry was just like, Carson, love you, love you so much, babe. I love you, I love you. Oh my God, go Tara. (laughs) Yeah, I was looking at like who else was on that New Year's Eve, and it was like Exhibit was on. Wow. Um, I think the band Lit. Which is just like I mean, when were they not in the late nineties, early two thousands? Who knew well, that we'll get one to lit song? Again. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Really, I, I don't remember them being that like fundamental and, and important, but apparently they were. I know. Yeah, um, that's it's it's kind of wild how that song "Own Worst Enemy" has resonated in society because it's yeah. like having another kind of like. Not full creedissance, mm. like, in the sports world, but, like, it is, like, it gets played at sports games and, like, the hockey crowds are singing it. it it's oh really strange. Interesting. Yeah, it's really strange. I went to one hockey game and I felt like I was at a frat party with families and old people. And yeah, and was, that's, the, that's the vibe, pretty it was much. terrifying. Oh, my God. There was a kid sleeping. I was like, what is happening here? And the yeah. Devils and the devils won for nothing. So go New Jersey Devils. Oh, I didn't even remember. I just remember leaving. <laughs> just the loud goal horn. So everything was so it was so loud and then i remember just leaving and being surrounded by people i just really didn't want to be around you know it was just like on an escalator not being able to move and just being like teleport me back to manhattan please and Um, but the best we could do was get on nj transit i know that was the best we could do that's the best we could do anyway all right (laughs) anything else to say about um tara reed and uh and tom brady having fun together before she got engaged to carson daly no, it was a great, it was a good revelation. I could yeah. definitely see it. 
Mm-hmm. You know, when you think about it, it's like in, in the past, uh, you know, I can see it. It does make me like think about, I'm like, what famous women are all these athletes fucking? Like, you know, because it is yeah. like that we don't know about. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Like what hookups have happened that, you know, we just never found out about. Yeah. Sports and, and entertainment world. I think she even mentioned in the article I read, this was like before <laughs> smartphones and all that stuff. So she could like actually go out with him and stuff. It yeah. They, weird, but, yeah. Um, yeah. I got to think 2000. There was no, you yeah. know, I mean, flip phones were barely around. I feel like at that point. Yeah. I don't know. Catch you on a sidekick. Those weird sidekicks that like Paris Hilton mm, had. Yeah. Um anyway. All right. Um moving on. Who who do we want to do next? Do you want to do Uh I think we'll go I think we should go uh Tom Cruise and his new uh his new yes. his new lady. Okay, yeah. So another Tom or keep it in the Toms. <coughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Tom Cruise is now dating a Russian socialite, right? A Russian socialite, uh Elsina Kedorova. So she yeah. is uh, the ex-wife of a Russian oligarch. Uh, I, I looked up his name, didn't write it down. I'm just going to be referring to him as the oligarch. I think that's fine. Um, they were married for 11 years, and the oligarch claims his wife spent 12 million euro on clothes and handbags over their 11-year marriage. Well, that's what you do when you're married to an old old <laughs> So he, he said, so he hopes Tom really keeps his wallet open. I mean, do you think an oligarch lets you do anything else other than shop a Russian <laughs> oligarch? That guy is like, you can fuck me and you can shop. Everything else you cannot do. I mean, like, they yeah. are, <laughs> yeah. what, like, what, what, I mean, please. We like, eat what I want to eat. Yes. I, if you eat, I don't know. I eat, the man eat three meals, you eat one. So... <laughs> Yeah. And it was, I tell you, we do it. <laughs> yeah. Women in Russia have many rights. Um, <laughs> many, many rights. Uh, they can have sex with their husband, wifely duty, and they can shop. Um, other, so very liberated, very, very progressive in Russia. Um, yeah. yeah. I was like, this is exciting that Scientology and Russia have teamed up and they're basically like Tom Cruise and this Russian yeah. woman are, are completely bonding over like institutional homophobia. I mean, like, I don't even yeah. know what else <laughs> you could bond over. Yeah, like, that, that could be, cause me, I was like, worst case, worst case scenario. This is Tom Cruise is selling American secrets to Russian intelligence. I mean, that's where I went with this immediately. I'm sure I'm not the only one. There is a hint of collusion, you know. It's a little I mean, bit of collusion. I can imagine the oligarch being like, Elsina, go date the tiny man with the big American secrets. <laughs> yes. Go find out where Shelly Miscavige is. <laughs> yeah. And then blackmail him. <laughs> yeah. Blackmail him until he agrees to do Top Gun 4. Uh, yeah, just, just to make another Top Gun. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. that was our best case scenario here is this is going to be Tom Cruise's new movie. Yeah. And it's just playing out like on TikTok and this is like a marketing thing where yeah. it's like it's going to be like a TikTok video and like the, of like the TikTok voice being like Tom Cruise hung <laughs> out of plane by Russian oligarchs. <laughs> and it's just like a grainy a grainy video of like Tom Cruise like way in the distance fly, hanging out of a helicopter and that's yeah. how we're just going to watch <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and the movie's just going to play out in a series of like eight second TikTok clips. Yeah, the new Mission Impossible only on TikTok. Yes, that's what. So I think that's the best possible situation here. I mean, is Tom Cruise is like? Does he even? I don't even know. Like, is he even like sexually of like a? Uh, yeah never mind straight or gay is he even interested in sex any type of sex at all that's what i wonder yeah or is he just like 
interested, you know, in in meeting Zenu or whatever, and, and inheriting his own planet <laughs> as you do in Scientology, right? Isn't it's, that? It's tough to say. Yeah, I think that's part of Scientology is get your own planet. You become like the king of your own planet. Yeah, like, and, I mean, and if you're Tom Cruise, you're probably getting a pretty good planet. Yeah, you who, know, you're probably getting the best planet. Who needs pussy when you got a planet to look forward yeah, to? Yeah, you know? and he's got to keep it up because it's like you got to think him and Travolta are like one two over who's getting the biggest planet. Uh, so he's really got to hold that down. I know. God, what interesting Scientology movie stars there are out there. Yeah. And yeah, those... Will Smith. I, I know. Apparently they left the church, though. The apparently, Smiths left. Okay. Apparently they left. Interesting. Um, but yeah, it's definitely like, what does Scientology have on Cruz? And what does Scientology have on Travolta? Is yeah. it just their closeted sexuality? I mean, no, that's like the rumors, but there has to be more. There has, has to be more. There has to be more. Yeah, there, you know, I, 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 who knows if they're alien lizard people. I mean, Tom Cruise really believes in it. Because there's, did you ever see that one? I think it was in the Going Clear documentary, that one interview. Did you ever watch that documentary? I think we did. Yeah. And now so, this is kind of starking my memory. The one clip where Tom Cruise was like, it was almost like off mic where he was just like getting interviewed and then he was like he was like i mean could you even imagine like if like everybody was a who knew what a suppressive person was like <laughs> i mean it was like the most turned on i've ever seen him like yeah. the thought of everybody in the world being involved in scientology and not not in the performative katie holmes oprah no. way. in the you know genuine this is getting blood flow through his penis the idea is talking of the suppressive person that he would not have to explain what a suppressive person was suppressive person is got him so pumped in fact that like people would understand why his children don't talk to their mother nicole kidman anymore he was so like i mean alive with the thought that this wow. could be a possibility yeah. yeah that's always stuck with me He's... interesting too that both david miscavige and tom cruise are very short Mm. Very he short. The, I didn't know David Miscavige was. I think he's shorter than Tom Cruise. Really, he's like, so like tiny. Five one, tiny, probably even. Yeah, I mean, I might be exaggerating, but that's he's very short. I mean, it makes sense if you think about it. Yeah, it's like of course David Miscavige is like five foot one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Tom Cruise, interesting guy. <laughs> interesting guy that Tom Cruise great actor like one of those people again yeah. love him as a performer don't really care that he's a crazy Scientologist other than it's kind of entertaining yeah, um, yeah yeah unless he's selling secrets to Russia then cut it out Tom Cruise what secrets would he be selling yeah like just like um you know I think your thought is probably better get the info on Shelly Miscavige and then <laughs> yeah. and now they've got Scientology by the balls and they're and that's how the Russians are going to make money on this. Yeah, they're going to make like a Top Gun 4 in Russia. Yeah, Top Gun know. 4 in Russia on TikTok. Yeah. Um, kind of crazy, yeah. but good for Tom Cruise. You know, everybody needs companionship, even, if, need- it's, even if it's with a, probably a homophobic Russian oligarch. You know? and, and people are saying they're uh, unseparable. Oh, That's really? what people are saying. That's these what I've heard, two. that they are inseparable, these Interesting. two. Interesting. As Tom Cruise is with any woman. True. I yes. think. Yes. Inseparable. Yes. With all women. Unless it's Nicole Kidman and he divorces her and then says to his children, I'm sorry, you can't talk to your mother anymore because she's a suppressive person. She's an SP. Yeah. We'll she's get an to that when you're a little older. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And I think now his kids with um, Nicole Kidman are like becoming really involved in the church, like church leaders. Whoa. And everything. Whoa. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah it is. But um, anyway. Ooh, that's a lot. That just even changed. Leah Remini couldn't bring Scientology down. No one can. Yeah. If Leah Remini couldn't do it. Yeah. No one can. I mean, Tom Cruise has to be the only one. And it doesn't seem like he has any interest in taking it down at all. So, oh, no. I mean, yeah. that's another thing, too. These guys probably feel like they owe their career to Scientology a little bit. Mm. Because 
it is so connected that I think it does get people jobs in Hollywood. Was Tom Cruise like, oh yeah, and I guess that part of it too, it does get people jobs. Mm -hmm. Was he famous before he joined Scientology or did he like... Hmm. Well, I think he was famous, but I think that, like, I mean, I I think when he started dating Nicole Kidman, she kind of pulled him away a little bit from Scientology, but then I think he just became more and more involved, and I think it just kind of, like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting to think about. I know that that he was involved, and then I know that Nicole Kidman and that relationship definitely, like, kind of calmed, camped it down a little bit, but then I think it, it accelerated his involvement after he... Um, broke up with Nicole Kidman. Well, there you go. It's a very chicken yeah. or the egg situation with Tom yeah. Cruise's fame in Scientology. Uh, <laughs> and and yeah, it just seems like Scientology's going nowhere. So we'll yeah. see. Maybe, hey, maybe, you know, he'll give some Scientology secrets to Elsina and the Russians will bring it down. Yeah. We'll or, or God, World War Three. Oh, yeah. Scientology versus Russia sparks oh World God. War Three, and we all die because Tom Cruise had to quote unquote have sex with this Russian woman. I'm also like, she's 25 years younger than him, and I just don't even think wow. he'd be the type that would go that much younger than him. He's 51, she's 36. I'm sorry, Justin. People, men don't care. They just will. Like, but I'm talking it's... specifically Tom Cruise. Oh, okay. You know? like It's like, I don't know. I, I just, I would believe it more if she was 10 years, if she was 46, I'd believe it more. I just, I'm I don't sorry. know why. I don't know why. I, I have no real reason, but I just, I, I just don't know. I just don't know. Yeah, I mean, because he never really went younger. He was that yeah. was really not like his thing, as far as like, like I think he was pretty similar age with Nicole Kidman mm-hmm. and like Katie Holmes was like a little younger. That's but... true. I guess Katie Holmes was a little younger. Yeah. But yeah, but that's, but he she was like like you know five to ten, right? Twenty five. That's pretty big. I think so. Yeah. No, that's big. But again, this is completely a fake relationship, probably. Yeah, so yeah. it doesn't even matter. But yeah. as a woman, I'm just like, uh, yeah, any guy who dates a woman about twenty years younger it never surprises me. <laughs> I know. Yeah. No. I'm, I wasn't saying. You know, but just just specifically Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. That was the one where I was like, hmm, this makes me go. I don't know. I just I just don't see it. Yeah. Uh, but I also mm. yeah you know you, with this guy you know it's all it's all PR so yeah whatever. yeah I don't know. I don't know. Um, and in some sadder news, yes. as far as celebrity love goes, yes, Kendall Jenner and Bad Bunny have called it quits. That relationship was real, everybody. We all wanted it and needed it and loved it, and now it's over. I mean, Chris Jenner has not renewed Bad Bunny's contract to date <laughs> Kendall Jenner. The contract, Chris Jenner was not renewing that contract, <laughs> so they are not dating anymore. Now, you have to wonder what he did to get under Chris's skin. Yeah. Uh, you know, did he not get one of the Kardashian babies a gift? Like, what happened? To Probably. Him? Yeah, yeah, right? Like, he, some, something happened. He there. neglected to get Stormy a... Uh, yeah, a, Stormy, he made a joke about Courtney. Something happened here. Something, and Chris was like, we are not renewing that dating contract. Sorry, Kendall. No. And Kendall's like, I don't even know what's going on. Um, <laughs> it's just on her phone. Yeah, I just... Uh, see, here's my thing about these two as well, is that... So Kendall Jenner and Bad Brunny, their entire relationship, according to this article on People, was filled with fun outings, okay? Mm, a lot of fun outings. To me, that means, like, places they would be photographed together, like baseball games, and, like, they were always photographed in public together, right? Yeah, yeah, But I feel like if you're that rich and you're Kendall Jenner and you're Bad Bunny, you're both really, really rich people... You can be afford to go to exclusive places, right? You can you can pay to go to like the most remote, oh, yeah. private, and then a lot of times with these celebrities, they get photographed kind of in naked um, naked uh, scenarios in these exclusive 
environments. Like I think like Lily Rose mm. Depp and Timothy Chalamet got photographed. Oh, was that like, like the, they were like Frenching kind yeah, of? Yeah, yeah. Okay. They were fr- on this like private yacht. So I'm like, that's when I believe that rich people are dating. When they're photographed together, mm. either kissing or being topless or doing something scandalous in an elite removed trying to be isolated situation but when your entire relationship takes place at a lakers game courtside you're not dating because you have that much money why would you go out in public yeah you would go off somewhere you try to be because you're so you know rich and horny and fabulous yeah and if you're really into each other and you're at the beginning of a relationship it's honeymoon phase it's physical it's passionate you're not just sitting next to each other courtside while one of you is on your phone and the other one is drinking a diet coke or that's not the only thing you're doing yeah and so yeah and there were as far as i know uh there were no sightings of them anywhere else no Um, it's crazy like either get caught naked like in an intimate setting or there's nanny fucking like those are the only two celebrity (laughs) relationships that i believe you know otherwise i'm like "Mm, i'm not sure if the man was fucking the nanny that's a real that really happened or there was like some public smooching in the non emratarata way right where where she's like look at these two at the airport and then they're like ah it's like that yeah it's her and jeremy allen the emratarama jeremy allen white the two biggest uh uh perpetrators yeah of this phenomenon yeah just constantly frenching like influencers uh, uh just on a street somewhere yeah. Otherwise, like, like it's got to be like there was a Fergie, like not Fergie from Black Eyed Peas, but like the original Duchess Fergie was married to Prince Andrew, the one who got like kicked out of the royal oh. family for being involved in Jeffrey, Jeffrey Epstein's thing. You know that? So that guy, um, his first... The disgraced Prince Andrew. I mean, really. The truly disgraced <laughs> Prince Andrew, yeah. who's been kicked out of the royal family. Prince Charles. For getting involved with some bad stuff. Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> Pr- Prince Charles's first duty as king was like, my brother Andrew, who's that? <laughs> and Britain rejoiced. Yeah, everyone and, was like, all right, King Prince Charles, thank yeah, God. Will, will he come back at the Jubilee? And will he live to the next Jubilee? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think he's like... But anyway, so his first wife, Fergie, she was caught like, you know, back in the day, like... um, Cheating on him. Cheating on him, yes. And the guy was like sucking her toes. I mean, like, that's when I believe. That's real. Yes. That is happening. That is real. That's that's awesome. But but I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome, right? That's awesome. You're like, oh my God, Fergie. Go go Fergie. Yeah, and now I think she lives with Andrew and they kind of like... Are dependent on each other for money, and it's like dark. Wow, and this ugh. is dark. Yeah, Jesus, we should do a deep dive on these two. Yeah, I don't know, but um, but yeah, that's why I'm like, this is not a real relationship, and that brings me back to Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, and which is a total fucking PR thing. The fact that she's saying like, we just decided, Travis and I just decided, like, yeah, we're just gonna like date each other, and like, who cares if anyone sees? Like, that's her like message, right? She's just like, I don't even well, care. Did, did you see? She said that they actually had dated privately before she showed up at that first game. Oh, never mind then. Okay. And you know what her quote was on it, which totally lends credence that this is completely fake. Mm-hmm. She was like, she was like, we wouldn't just hard shoot a relationship. What? Hard shoot. I don't think I'm getting the wording right, but it was something like hard shoot, as in like launch, hard launch maybe, I I think is what she used. Okay. We wouldn't hard launch a relationship. We hung out a few times in private. Oh, yeah. So we practiced before we we rehearsed looking at each other. The launch of their relationship. Yeah. They are not really dating. People are losing their minds. They're like, they're going to get married and have kids. I think think they're going to have children. 
I, I, I'm, I'm a Taylor Swift fan, and um, I can't deal with my life. I need something to escape into. So that's why I believe that um, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey are going to get married and have children, because otherwise I really don't want to deal with my own reality. <laughs> I just feel like everybody needs something to believe in, and they're believing in. They People love Taylor's pop music, and people love the NFL, and these two things are coming together, and it's like the royal It's like It's like... It is the American royal family. It is, it is the American royal family. It is like when Kate and William got together and then like the brief moment where like um, Megan and Harry were together and it was like four young good looking people were representing the royal family and everybody was just like losing their minds just so yeah. happy and then it all turned to shit yeah. but um, well, it's think- fake it's fake I'm sorry it's fake and I know you want to believe Justin because you love the NFL but I, I, I don't know <laughs> well, I think Taylor and Travis are going to have some beautiful children. Oh my some God. magnificent, beautiful children. Now you're they're going to be tall. They're going to be tall and athletic. They're mm-hmm. going to be. They're going to be great for the world. Mm-hmm. They definitely are. Yeah, that's definitely what the world needs. That's... Definitely what the world needs. Mm-hmm. Two babies on the private jet, mm-hmm. just flying all over the place. That's oh, yeah. what. That's what we're all looking for. Back to Kendall Jenner and Bad Bunny. Yeah. Um, I've never had, and probably never will have much to say about Kendall Jenner, but. Uh, Bad Bunny did a WWE did a rat match at a WWE show last year and it was mm-hmm. great. Oh, that's cool. He's great. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. He's a big wrestling fan. Totally gets it. That's and he cool. and like he had a really good match with this guy Damian Priest. It was it was in Puerto Rico, so the crowd was like super into it. Oh wow! He had a very cool entrance. Like he came out to one of his songs. It was the crowd was singing it. It was very cool. Oh, that's cool. I love Bad Bunny. I'm yeah. a huge Bad Bunny fan. I like his music. I mean, I don't yeah. listen to it like a lot, but um, every time I hear it, I'm like, it's good. He's great. Yeah, he's, I lo- good, he's yeah, a good lo- pop star. Love Bad Bunny. Yeah, and uh, love that he's Chris Jenner did not renew his standing contract. Probably, 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 probably for him, I'd say probably for the better. Get mm-hmm. out of there. He doesn't need. He doesn't need the Kardashians. He's no. he's big enough that he doesn't need that. No. Uh, you know, and he, he just you know, I mean, he, I'm sure he was fucking whoever he wanted to fuck exactly. any, anyway. Yeah, but. <laughs> exactly. And so is Travis Kelsey. Like anyway, I'm hey, sorry. well that's that's too far. Okay. <laughs> too far. I've transgressed. Sorry. They are in love. And I will think about them every night before I go to sleep. Yeah. Well, how, how, and how pure their love is yeah. and how it's never going to end. And you believe in the Easter Bunny. And I believe that I believe in love. <laughs> yeah. And I believe in love. And, and I cannot wait until they get married next year. And I can't wait until the Chiefs make the Super Bowl and she performs at the halftime of the Super Bowl with, with Travis Kelsey playing. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm happy for everybody that they can escape into this fantasy. Yeah. But okay. and and hey, and Selena Gomez and Benny Blanco are together. Okay. So there you go. I don't know who that is. Who's Benny Blanco? I guess he's a music producer. Oh, perfect. Sounds good. Selena Gomez. So happy to the happy couple. Yeah. To all the happy couples, the unhappy couples. That's yeah. uh, that's our little you know roundup on dating. There you go. We did um, it. Got through it. Got through it. Um, um, speaking of electricity. Oh, good transition. Yeah, speaking of electricity and electric, wow. uh, Carmen Electra is back. Oh, yeah. Well, she's back. And so is Whose Line Is It Anyway? That's, yeah, that's where we saw her. Yes, we did. And Probably too big of a window in our life. No, but, I'm going to say this. If you were like a comedy nerd, like we both were yeah. growing up, and you watched Whose Line Is It Anyway by yourself, maybe on an afternoon after school, yeah. you know, like... In the, in the early to late 90s, early 2000s, whatever yeah. it was on, yeah. I used to, like, I remember just, like, sitting on the... I had, like, a, one of those... I would lose my mind loved watching it. it. Yeah, loved me too. It. I had, like, a, one of those tiny, like, boxy TVs... Very cool, yeah. In my, ...in my bedroom, and I would just, like, sit on the floor on the end of my bed and, like, watch so much Comedy Central. Yeah, all the and, time, yeah. 
I love Whose Line Is It Anyway? And now, like, I've, it's embarrassing, but it, it's, it, like, comes on. And the other night, like, you were doing. Unlike the TBD channel. Who even knows? I don't even I don't know, know what that, that is. is. We, TBD. We still do not know what that is, and we watch the TBD channel. Yeah. Don't know what it stands for. I, I think it's, I think it's a kind of play on To Be Decided. Like, oh, the, the channel's name is To Be Decided. TBD. Uh, I, that's okay. what I kind of think it is. But, but it seems like it only plays Whose Line Is It Anyway and Key and Peel. And, and then the commercials are only commercials for Whose Line Is It Anyway and Key and Peel. Yeah. It's, it's just a never-ending loop of, of Whose Line Is It Anyway, Key and Peel, and commercials about both those shows. You're right. It's very confusing. You, we end up in a time warp. But we, we, like, one night you were doing the overnight, and, like, we had some shitty TV on, TV on the background before you left, and I, like, sat down, and the new Whose Line Is It Anyway was on, and I, like, could not stop watching it, and I was laughing and delighted. It's still pretty good. And the yeah. way of nostalgia will hit you and like because yeah. they, they have most of the original cast is on it yeah it's it's, it's Wayne Brady Ryan Stiles Colin Mockery who are, who were always the main three yeah. and then they cycle the fourth person yeah and I, I should get the name of this like black performer who does the music a lot a lot of times with Wayne Brady and was, they are yeah. so good yeah. together yeah. oh my god they're so good yeah yeah and Wayne Brady gotta give it up I mean he, American treasure I mean we've all said it for years god, but yeah American so treasure love, love Wayne Brady yeah he's in, in undeniable yeah for anyone who wants to like shit on improv like we can shit on any type of comedy we want mm-hmm. but like wayne brady undeniable oh yeah and i would go see wayne brady do any improv yeah and i would feel like i'm getting my money's worth even watching him on um what's the daytime t- uh show he hosts oh um, um, let's make a deal he's he's good yeah he's, he's yeah. a good he's a good yeah. host like he's so good at whatever yeah. he does yeah, yeah. he's undeniable and classic when he came on Chappelle's show after Chappelle made fun of him yeah. forever and just like did like one of the funniest Chappelle sketches yeah, ever yeah, yeah, so. yeah just wayne brady to choke a bitch iconic so good yeah, yeah. i forgot yeah just <laughs> pretty have to so choke a bitch funny. okay but um so anyway we were watching whose line is it anyway because tbd channel okay that's what we're doing that's what yeah. we're doing and um also it's hosted by aisha tyler who's a good um, yeah she's a good uh, drew Car- like to move on from drew mm-hmm. carry to her it's very good move. she's very good and yeah. so all of a sudden they're like all right we're gonna bring out a special guest tonight it's carmen electra and we're like whoa and here whoa. comes carmen running out and she's looking fabulous she looks great okay she really does look great and she's she's like she doesn't disappoint because she still looks like the hot rocker girlfriend forever. She will yeah. always be like the trophy rocker girlfriend. She never yeah. like disappoints. She was wearing like a gray t-shirt, a tight leather jacket, black um, leather pants, and like boots. Yeah. And like she just looks. She's the girl the bad guys want. Yeah, she really, yeah, she really is. is. Yeah, yeah, she really is. And like. I love Carmen Electra, like we were talking about before, um, like uh, Singled Out, and MTV Singled Out. She replaced Jenny McCarthy. Yeah. Um, very interesting to watch clips of that. With- and she replaced Jenny McCarthy on, no, she replaced Pam on Baywatch, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Part of me. No, no, no. Part she, of me. Yeah, so she was definitely part of the um, fake tits era where, like, instead of women just getting, like, Kim K butts, it was all about, like, really, really skinny women with, like, really, really inflatable <laughs> tits. It was a crazy time. Yeah, that's um, what, it was still stick uh tits stick tits on a stick was, what, a was stick. the look yeah, yeah and yeah. uh she was she was one of those girls and she looked amazing um so yeah mtv singled out and then um i also had all of the carmen electra fit to strip dvds which is part of that whole like um like a uh, strip pull workout thing craze she and, kind like, of, was she kind of the originator of that a little bit or i don't know it just started like all of a sudden i think it was in like the 2010s all of a sudden yeah, like, like late 2000s early 2010s everybody was doing like all the housewife shows pole dancing for cardio pole dancing workout yeah was a thing and like i got her <laughs> fit to strip dvds which were basically like 
it was her doing like a Pilates routine with this other guy. And then after that, it would cut to her doing like a hip hop striptease. <laughs> so I would do the Pilates workout. I did the Pilates workout with you once. And it was a good workout. It's a really good it workout. Is. It's a good workout. And can yeah. I do the opening because I've memorized it. And Absolutely. It's really good. So before she does the workout, she goes and she's wearing pigtails. She's wearing a, a light pink, um, like, you know, velour uh, sweatsuit. It's like very parasitic. Matching, right? Top yes. and bottom. So, yeah. And then she's, so he's got her, and she's got her hair in pigtails. And she's like, Feeling sexy is all about confidence, and the more we work on our bodies, the better we'll feel about showing it off and taking it off. So push back that couch, grab a bottle of water, and put down that box of bonbons, because it's time to sweat. <laughs> That's pretty good. Good job, Caitlin. Thank you. I clap for myself. Yeah, no, you deserve it. You deserve it. I loved it. And the best thing, too, about her, her aerobics DVD workouts, like, she's doing the workout, and she'll just be breathing normally, and then they will cut to her breathing sexily. <laughs> it was like, they did separate takes of her doing the workouts with a sexy face, and they yeah. would, like, constantly cut in the sexy face. Yeah. so good. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so, so, uh, Way to go, everyone who bought those DVDs. I think it was just me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, no. They were big. That was part of the zeitgeist. Because I that was like those came out well before I met you. And okay, I was yeah. aware and I was aware of it. Yeah, I I, I loved my Karma Electra Fit to Strip aerobics DVD and, workouts. You know, and at a time still where like bonbons were a thing. Like uh, what what has happened to bonbons? I don't that know. was like the go to sad woman eating snack. You're right. And I also don't think at that time. Women didn't... I, I didn't see a box of bonbons my whole fucking I've life. I've never, ever seen a bonbon. I don't yeah. know if they exist. Me neither. I don't know if they're actually real things. I would like to try one. I would like to try one, too. It's like a little poppable ice cream. That sounds delightful. It sounds delicious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tom Brady wishes he could have an avocado yeah, bonbon. an avocado bonbon. Let's Let's get him an avocado bonbon. But anyway, so Carmen Electra comes out, and whose line is it anyway? And she's delightful. And, and you know, because it's not easy to, like, jump into an improv game. It's kind of a nightmare. Yeah, no, and yeah, especially if you're, you know, you know don't don't consider... She, I read an interview with her today. She doesn't consider herself an actress, so she's... No, you know, I mean, yeah. she, she was discovered by Prince. Um, this I, blew my mind. Oh, I just learned all this today. Oh, yeah, go yeah. for it. What, what did you want to talk about? What you learned, or... Uh, nothing. Well, I guess, yeah, I just had no idea that, like, he discovered her, mm-hmm. and she was, like, basically his muse. Mm-hmm. She lived in Minnesota with him. Yeah. Which, the whole thing is just crazy. I just remember her saying that, like, he made her sleep with, like, a full face of makeup on. Wow. Which is so bad for your skin. Like, it's just, like, if you want to have just, like, awful little red yeah. pimples everywhere. No, like, clogs oh. those pores. Yeah. Oh, it's wow. just not good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I read, she had one quote, I think, like, this is, like, I think before they really crossed the line into, like, oh. into, like relationship. Mm-hmm. That one time he was just, like, in a doorway being mysterious. Like, <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> And hey, it worked. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. that's when you know the relationship is real, too. If you can say something like that. Yeah, like, Prince oh. was just mysterious in a doorway. Oh, that was real. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah that's a tiny real. Prince yeah. in a doorway. Um, but she's had such a crazy long career, and she's like still just looking fabulous and being Carmen Electra. It's she does amazing. look great. She does look great. Uh, she had good like surprising surgery isn't crazy. Like she doesn't have like the crazy crazy. Like you no. can tell she had some work done, but like it's not like the crazy. South Park face, no. where they just look like a South Park character. And she yeah. still looks like herself. She doesn't yeah. look like every other woman with that face. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe that's more, yeah, that's more of it. Yeah, yeah. she looks good. Uh, she recently did a uh, bikini shoot with Jenny McCarthy, speaking of, so the two wow. of them, they did a bikini. I mean, it just looks like it's so filtered that they, it might as well just be AI. Like, right. I don't even know if this really happened. This yeah. could have just been 
artificial artificially done, but uh, they look great. Yeah. And apparently the energy was electric on set with those two. Oh, I bet. It was like a clip. It was a clip of her like smacking Jenny McCarthy's ass. It was like, wow, she really like smacked her ass. Well, yeah. We also watched this video of her doing. Um, she'll go there. Like she'll she'll. That's I think what one thing and that's good about it. Anyway, she really leaned into the sexual. Yeah, like Wayne Brady. I think like they did a mo- like a, a, a simulation of of him sitting on her face or, or uh, maybe of her she, sitting on his face. Excuse me. Yeah, the other way they, around. They had to be like the the props in the scene, right. and like so they were getting used, and he was like the bed. Okay. And then she was like the headboard, and she did a full on like squat down onto his face. It was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. And then the Aisha Tyler had to really exit out of that scene because it got. <laughs> <over>. <laughs> A little too much, a little too quickly. Aisha Tyler is a good editor, good yeah. good uh, improv editor. Which <laughs> yeah, if you ever did improv, you really need someone to cut that scene if it's it's sucking. So. If it, yeah, if it gets there, you gotta not the scene was yeah, you just it was getting to be a little too much. It was yeah. like we don't need to see Carmen Electra sit on Wayne Brady's face. Right, this is OnlyFans now. Oh my god, <laughs> which she is uh, selling now. She's on there. I mean, it's made for her. It's made it's for made her. For and, her. And yeah, and apparently it seems like I think she's like buddies with uh, who's the Sopranos girl that's doing it now. Oh, Drea D'Amato. Yeah, or I think they, they like I, at least Drea on her Instagram, the two of them are in pictures like advertising their OnlyFans and stuff together. That makes sense. They both have that like long wavy hair and the like kind of. And like... they're both just like. <laughs> Just pouting with their like, yeah, 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 yeah like, just like in lingerie, like nice. Oh, I think her what's her name, Drea, Drea Di Matteo, yeah, Drea Di Matteo, yeah. So okay. the two of them, they're the two ladies around there. That's good. Yeah, she's doing OnlyFans as she should. Yeah. Um, and another thing, <clears throat> uh, iconic, we which we both watched when we were younger was the Carmen Electra Dave Navarro oh, yeah. till death do us part. Yeah, till Carmen and Dave, Carmen and Dave till death do us part, which I remember loving. Like, it was, I, yeah. I don't even know why I was into it, but I was. I think it was just the time. Like, all those shows were yeah. on, and you just watched, because there was nothing else to really do. So you just, like, watched those shows. Yeah, and also because it was, like, Dave Navarro from Jane's Addiction, like, very distinct. Like, And I had no connection to Jane's Addiction or Dave Navarro. Like, yeah. I knew him from that show. Yeah. Like, I, I was, I, like, I think, like, I was into Carmen Electra and thought she was hot, and that's <laughs> why and that's why I watched it. Yeah. Um... But it was just, like, a weird thing to watch. Like, this rocker guy who's, like, kind of, like, a total, like, goth rocker. And then, like, bubbly, beautiful Carmen Electra. Yeah. But I just remember watching it and being, like, you know, all the goth stuff. Like, I think they came out of coffins in the opening. And I just remember thinking, like, I don't think this is really her vibe. Like, Mm. I, I felt like she was getting pushed into the kind of goth part of it and it wasn't her i remember being worried for her i was like i don't think she wants the coffin shit like let her be herself yeah that's what it's i funny, thought because in, in the one interview i was reading with her today she does mention how it was you know it was like gothic and dark but it was fun yeah i i just even then remember being like this is not her and she kind of needs to be herself but i do feel like they really had a connection like i do feel like they were mm. really kind of into each other um yeah. I, I sent you that one video of great them. clip yeah they're playing led zeppelin in their in the house together and she's drumming he's playing guitar and she's drumming and, and she's not bad she's really good yeah no she was i was like go carmen she, yeah. she can drum she you know so, yeah. so Carmen and Dave, that yeah, they were together for four years. So they were married for, and oh my god, how could we forget? Also, she was married to Dennis Rodman. Yeah, they got married for a year and a half. Their their relationship didn't seem great, from no. what I read today. I don't no. think it was good. Uh, I think he was a little too into her, and um, maybe a little. But they're they're still amicable, and like yeah. so, it doesn't I don't think it was like I don't think it got into like abusive or anything like no. that. But he seemed a little overbearing, controlling, and mm-hmm. a little over loving. 
Okay. A little overloving, maybe, <laughs> yeah. is, is what I would say. Which is just controlling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, so you know, probably wasn't for the best. Uh, but I think he married her after he married himself. Do you remember that when he married himself? Well, he did marry himself. Incredible. Wow, yeah, Incredible. the best. Incredible. Love yeah. Rodman, yeah. Yeah, because um, he, yeah, he married himself in 1996, and then him and Carmen um, got married in 1998. Wow. So he really rebounded with him from him from the marriage with himself with Carmen. Like, <laughs> yeah, what a, what a uh, society, cultural trailblazer Dennis Rodman is. I mean, really, yeah. He like, was marrying himself as an athlete in the 90s. Crazy. Not, and now, look who, and now all, everyone's marrying themselves. Pretty it much. It happens now. I don't, that's all everyone's doing out there, is marrying themselves. Or dating Taylor Swift for press. <laughs> yeah, just, or yeah, just yeah, being Emirata Rata and making out with uh, some actor mm-hmm. at the airport. Yeah, and just syncing up when your two SUVs arrive so you can hop out French. <laughs> and then get back get in back. and go Yeah, away. it's insane. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, yeah, it's insane. Um, do I have anything else? Oh, yeah, and apparently her and Dave Navarro are still kind of friendly because I actually remember seeing this on Instagram when it happened, but when Dave Navarro turned 51 years old on his 51st birthday, apparently, okay. Carmen Electra wrote... Oh, so they're like kind of around the same age, these two. Oh, okay, right. yeah. yeah. And um, so Carmen Electra reposted their wedding photo... Oh. And then, yeah, and then wrote, um, Happy birthday at Dave Navarro. My eternal love for you is beyond words. We had this strange <laughs> understanding for each other that resulted in lots of laughter, fun, and understanding. Thank you for letting me be my true self and not judging my flaws. I mean, the timeout system really worked. Smiley face emoji, prayer hands. So grateful we are still friends. I love you, DN. Hashtag happy birthday. Hashtag till death do us part. Wow. <laughs> what is the timeout system? I Did don't. they give each other timeouts? Apparently he... Seemingly. He gave her a timeout. Hey. I know. Again. <laughs> I mean, oh, boy. We hope Carmen has found peace without these controlling men. Well, who, hey. Yeah. The, yeah we, you know, and with these rockers of a certain age, they do love little girl. Like that is all about a little girl. I know. And he's putting her in timeout. But who are we to judge? They're still friends, and she's wishing him. She seems amicable with, like, all of her exes. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Well, she's kind of got that, like. Very Jen Aniston. Okay. Very Jen Aniston. Nice. Amicable with the exes. Yes. Very Jen Aniston. Yeah, yeah definitely. So. You're right, actually. Brad Pitt always goes to like a Jen Aniston John Mayer and Jen, Ar- Jen Aniston are amicable. They're yeah. still, they remain friends to this day. Justin Theroux and Jen Aniston. Do yeah. they? I'm not sure. Not sure. It wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't surprise. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. Um, I, I thought, I remember seeing this when it happened on Instagram <clears throat> and being like, oh my God, because I hadn't thought about that show in so long. And I was like, could you imagine if, like, Jessica Simpson posted, like, on Nick, Nick Lachey's, like, 51st birthday? Yeah, like, like that's like, not happening. That's not happening. <laughs> that's not happening. It's not happening. Um, oh, my God. The episode, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, now we got to talk a little bit about Jessica Simpson and Nick Lachey. What, what show is, the, what was their show called again? Um, the Newlyweds. The Newlyweds. The Newlyweds. Yeah, God. Just the episode we watched where, I think we've talked about it here before, so sorry. But where they go and have, like, a quote-unquote romantic dinner together. And she eats too much macaroni and cheese. And it's just like... I'm. I got gas. Yeah, and he's like, "Well, just go sit on the toilet, <laughs> babe. Go sit on the toilet." As he's like, as he's trying to watch college football, yeah. he's like, like she's just like sitting next to him, like holding her stomach, like. <laughs> yeah. like, I, think, like, I think you have a better view. Just go sit on the toilet. She's like, I just. I haven't eaten that many carbs. 
Because I've been, no, babe, I've been on tour and I haven't eaten that many carbs. And he's like, he's like shaking his, his leg is like shaking. He, he like wishes, just, yeah. he wishes he knew about the Dave Navarro timeout with Jessica. Yeah, he's like, he's like, damn, that's a good idea. My God. He, he'd be like, Jessica, time to the chair. Please. To the chair for 20 minutes. And write me an essay to about the end of why the third quarter. you, yeah, write me an essay about why you should not eat carbs after you come off <laughs> yeah. tour. Absolutely insane. Oh my god, wow, the timeout worked. Yeah. For Carmen and Dave. But yeah, I love Carmen Electro. She's like I feel like she's the eternal like rocker trophy girlfriend yeah. and she's still doing it and, and We're re- we're ready for a Carmen Electro comeback. Society is ready. I don't and think I'm she, not that she ever went away. I don't think she ever yeah. went away. Yeah, I shouldn't yeah. say I shouldn't say, I don't know if she ever went away. But, I don't uh, think she really ever went away. But yeah, yeah maybe to come <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Maybe she's maybe because she was on Who's Line. Maybe and, and I think she's dating some some rock star now. I, I should look at. I think it's some, some like new metal band, like okay. Godsmack or something like that. Oh yeah, she's dating the Godsmack guy. <laughs> yeah, which I have. I don't know Godsmack. I don't know. God, yeah, they were. Uh, I think they were around like late two thousands ish. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry, there's just yeah, pictures I of think her. This guy. No, never mind. Mm, yeah, she can do better than that guy. Oh, no, wow, this this is an ex. Yeah, and she's way out of this guy's league. Yeah, this guy's wearing some wearing some guy liner and not pulling it off, if you know what I'm saying. No, he's no Madden brother. I'll tell you that <laughs> no. much. Whoever Rob Patterson God, she is. She would have been, yeah, if you like had to predict like who the Madden brothers would end up with, it would have been Carmen Electra. Yeah. And not uh, Nicole Richie and Carmen, uh, sorry, uh, Cameron Diaz. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'm having a hard time. Uh, but yeah, no, I did say I think she was with the Godsmack guy. So yeah, she's still out there dating rock stars, um, doing what she does best, and it was cool to see her on the new version of Whose Line Isn't Anyway. It was. She did great. Way yeah. to go, Carmen. Way to go, Carmen. Anything else to say on Carmen Electra? Any final thoughts? No, I, I, she's great. Love yeah. Carmen Electra. She's Me great. Too. Yeah. Uh, and I still yeah. think about doing her workouts, but I, I hurt my knee really bad. Mm. Like last year, and so I'm, I'm, but I'm coming back, and I feel like I could do, I could do the. Aerobics. You might get back into fit to strip. I might get back into fit to strip. Yeah. Right, if I get a lap dance out of it. <laughs> the, the, yeah, I'll do the hip hop, <laughs> and it's also like 2000s hip hop, so it's a lot of like arms. And, <laughs> and like, I don't know, it's not arms and like pelvic popping. It's, it's yeah. not Meg the Stallion, you know what I mean? It's, it's really not. So it's it's not that sexy. I don't think um, those anyway. workouts are good. Though. I remember doing the Pilates part with you and being like, damn, that's a, it's hard. It's yeah, it's a that's a workout. It's a good workout. Yeah. All right. Speaking of speaking of a good workout for the cinema, how yes. I don't know, can yeah. trying to do a transition. I, I think here. you pulled that off. Thank I like you. It. Sure, it worked. Um, we watched uh, that new movie on Netflix called Leave the World Behind. Leave the World Behind. So spoilers if you if you're waiting to watch it because it just came out recently. This is probably where he needs to end and then and revisit. Yeah, because I don't know. If we're, if we're not gonna. Not that we're gonna spoil a lot. I don't think. Yeah, but but if, but if you want to watch it, maybe listen to this. We have like <laughs> two listeners, and we thank you so much for ever listening. But um, yeah. if if you are interested in, in watching the watch the movie first and then listen to the end, our little uh, chat about this because you know it's better to just watch this movie without really knowing what. The yeah, no, I think on. you should go in with knowing as little as possible. Yeah, yeah. But if you don't really care about it, or if you already watched it. Here we go. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I gave the movie overall. I would give it like a B plus. I thought that was my grade. Yeah, I, I would say similar. Yeah. I, I I didn't grade it, but I would say probably similar. I, <laughs> I enjoyed it. I, yeah. You know, I enjoyed it. It's not up there with uh, Air and Napoleon for me for this <laughs> yeah. year, but I, I really liked it. 
Yeah, so it's this kind of like uh, star-studded cast. You know, it's got Julia Roberts. It's um, Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke. Mahershala Ali. He's really good. He's great. Yeah. Um, so it's it's really well acted. Yeah, the performances. And, that's my first note. The performances are awesome. The performances are awesome. Yeah. Um, and it, oh, Kevin Bacon. Kevin in Bacon it. is so good in Kevin it. Kevin Bacon's yeah. so good in it. And I guess it's it's one of those like um, you know uh, kind of mirroring all the kind of like you know, trends of our society with, like, the Gen Z versus the boomers. There's all that. There's all the paranoia. And it's kind of, like... It touches on all of the all of the recent societal, you know, the culture war stuff, right. I feel, like, all of it. So, it, so and, and it, it does it well. It does it in this way that, like, doesn't kind of flatten the characters and make them, like, just people that are, like, pr- you know, prophetizing these issues. Yeah, or no, I, like that. I believed all these characters. I, yeah. I believed all these people existed. And they were kind yeah. of more dynamic than just these flat representations of stereotypes. Yeah. And, like, mm-hmm. so that was cool. The good performances, good characters, I would say. And it was definitely better than, because um, it's kind of, like, the world is kind of ending movie, I would say. Yeah, it's, like the it's an apocalyptic, yeah, it's apocalyptic. an apocalyptic movie. And, it was, and, and you don't really know what's going on until kind of the end. You don't, yeah. you don't know in what way it's apocalyptic, but yeah. Yeah, and so I feel like it's better than um, the M. Night Shyamalan movie, Knock at the Cabin, because it had a similar vibe to me as that mm, movie. Yeah, that, that is a good comparison. I, I yeah. thought it was way better than Knock at the Cabin, but yeah. not as much as I liked Old, which was... Old was so, yeah, Old was so good. <laughs> old is really weird and good. Yeah. Um, which is another M. Light Shyamalan movie. Yeah. Um, for me, the big takeaway of of this movie is that if you want to survive World War Three, you're going to need TV on DVD box sets. Yeah, you need physical media. <clears throat> yeah. Because it's, the internet's going away. Whenever World War Three happens, it's, yeah. you know, however it happens, there's going to be no more internet. You're going to need a DVD player. The TV on DVD box sets for the star of the movie for me. Oh, completely. Yeah. Oh, sorry. One second. <coughs> Yeah, I feel like those, like, sexy close-ups of the Buffy the Vampire complete season DVD box sets were, like, so nostalgically seductive to me. I was like, I wanted to reach out and grab them myself. I I think physical media is going to make a big comeback here. I kind of think, like, I think it's going to be a novelty for the younger people who, like... Mm. It's got to think, like, these kids who are, like, 10, 15, they... Did they really even grow? I mean, I guess they did if you're 10, 15. But, like, if kids who were born in the last, like, five-ish years, it's going to be a novelty for them. I think over the next, like, ten years or so, it's going to be a big thing. In the same way, kind of, like, our generation kind of bought, like, records and record players back. Like, I think it's going to be a thing with DVDs and DVD players. We'll see. We will see. Because I I do – I had, like – I loved my TV DVD box sets like so loved them. much. Loved like, them. This, I've got yeah, I've got Always Sunny down here, yeah. a bunch of them. Yeah, I, I had this them. Strangers with Candy one that I kept. They kept the problem was when unfortunately the center the center plastic mm. ring that would hold the DVDs in place. If those little jaws started to break off, mm. the DVDs are slipping out. Yeah, it is scratches. It's not good. It is chaos. Yeah. I remember like wrapping my Strangers with Candies DVDs in Saran wrap. <laughs> <laughs> like trying to keep it all together and then also the fact that like i had them in my 20s and where i moved like every three weeks yeah. so it was just like you just lose things from moving yeah, and, like, I, I i left my cd collection at our first apartment together and i'm st- like still heartbroken Aww, over it man i know what are you gonna do yeah and then uh, the yeah. other one i really loved was my six feet under 
um, a complete season um, TVD box set that was in the shape of a grave, but like the graves Ooh. that were like in the ground. So like the top yeah, of the... Yeah, and that's fun too. You have like themed, like because they would make it like about yeah. the show and it was yeah. all themed. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Six Feet Under One was epic and I, I don't know where it is. I I'm don't... telling you, physical media is going to come back. Digital ownership is a big thing right now. Mm. Like companies taking stuff that you bought away from you basically because it's like digital. That's true. Stuff going away on streaming. Like I think, I think physical media is going to make a big comeback well, plus the, the, the apocalypse is coming so yeah, I mean this movie is correct you're going to need... need to take a lot of drugs and ha- have a portable DVD player and some entertainment to get us through it as we hide in a, in a shelter in, in a yeah. public bathroom or wherever yeah. I don't know yeah or you know I mean my plan for when it all if it all goes to shit during my lifetime it's just I'm taking a bunch of acid I'm walking into the ocean that's how I'm yeah. going out Yeah, that's how I'm going out Me I'm too. not waiting around for the atomic bomb Yeah, or to get captured and put into some kind of camp no um, yeah. give me hallucinogenics and I'm going to go drown myself. I'm too old to have children I think at this point <laughs> so I, I'm going to be the first to die anyway. You know, They're going to be like barren women who are too old to, to populate. You you go in the oven first. I'll be like alright, alright, no problem. I don't want to leave her anyway. Anyway, sorry. Um, oh yeah. But um, anyway, yeah. So the movie... It was good. It was good. It was it was it was stressful in this way that was I think it was annoying, but I think it was effective. Yeah, I think it was like purposely yeah. stressful the way it was. Where I think you're kind of supposed to be in the dark in the same way that the characters are, where yeah. you're just like in a frustrating manner where you're just like, What is going on right now? Yeah. Like Yeah. I do think it dragged a little bit it was of a little times. long. There were a few scenes where I was like, This doesn't need to be in here. Yeah. The, the kid masturbating scene. Don't yeah. need this. Why is this in here? And there are a few conversations between Julia Roberts and the dog. Water on the on the um I, I feel bad I feel like I should know her name Niala I think she goes by the actress yeah um, where it was just like a little bit of like the generational divide after a while you're like okay we get it we get it you know yeah, like yeah. it's a boomer and the Gen Z we yeah. fucking get it yeah um. But other than that, there was also some really awesome scenes, like the scene between... Mihala. I want to give her credit. She was okay. good. Mihala. Yeah, she was very good. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen her in anything else, so that's why I wasn't very familiar yeah, with her. I don't, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, this is the first thing I've seen her in. She was good. She was very good. Yeah. Um, and um, the the best scene, I think, was the scene between Kevin Bacon, Ethan Hawke, and who's the actor's Ma- name? Uh, Mahershala Ali. That was great. That was like yeah. the best scene with the when they were like they were there's really tense scene between them and they're, it's all really well done yeah. and like really really intense really yeah. good scene I thought yeah and you know and Ethan Hawke's like we came to you because you're a really prepared man yeah and, and, Kevin, <laughs> and Kevin Bacon's like fuck yeah I am because Kevin Bacon <laughs> plays like a kind of like Trump leading hoarder type yeah. prepper guy survivalist. like survivalist survivalist doomsday prepper guy and he's mm-hmm. so good he yeah. is really good that's like yeah I was like I was kind of blown away by Kevin Bacon yeah. I like really I was like wow he's he's awesome he, yeah. he's great brief brief appearance but very effective very effective yeah, yeah. like kind of like yeah stole the movie a little mm-hmm. bit and he wasn't even in it that 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 much yeah and yeah Herschel Ali this he's so good this guy he is so good he's like amazing I mean Idris Elba eat your heart out a little bit yeah like this guy is a heartthrob no yeah he's you know great looking guy yeah Uh, he's 40 and he looks he's 49 looks looks great for 49 you would would think he was like 35 yeah um yeah so I missed yeah because he was like uh Moonlight and Green Book which are two movies I didn't see I haven't seen them and I think those were like his real big like where I guess he was in True Detective, which I didn't watch either. So oh, okay. I like I like missed him. 
He's really good. He's awesome. Yeah, yeah he should. He should definitely. Yeah, he's going to be in the new Blade. It seems like with the oh, Wesley that, Snipes. So, he does which have is a perfect. Wesley Snipes vibe. He does have a little bit of a Wesley Snipes That's vibe. That's cool. Yeah. So okay. yeah, yeah. He's and he was so good. Yeah, he was so good in this. I really believed his character. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I read it wrong, but. I, was it supposed to be Denzel Washington in, the, in this role? Oh, I think I saw some clickbait. Anyway, he was better than Denzel. That's what I'm saying. I, yeah, no, yeah. I, I think I think he actually is better than if it had been. Denzel. Yeah, because yeah. I don't know if I'm jumping the gun, but the the part of the movie where eventually him and Julia Roberts had some sexual tension. Oh yeah. Oh my god. So I mean, so good. I, I, mean, I love it. I, so at one point in the movie, sorry, what's his name? I'm being terrible. Uh, Mahershala Ali. So Mahershala Ali's character and Julia Roberts' character are like, kind of like, mm, yeah, they're kind of like argue. They're just they're not seeing eye to eye. But then all of a sudden that kind of turns into like a bit of sexual tension. And I turned to Justin and I was like, if they dance together, you called this ten minutes before it happened. Yeah, I was yeah. like, if they, <laughs> if they if they solve if they solve this like conflict yet sexual tension by dancing together yeah. i'm gonna lose my mind yeah and what do they do they walk right up to the record collection and it's and like I, here it comes oh but my god for me but the song choice completely saved it for me oh yeah it's the, i mean not even that the song is good but it was just the perfect because like at that point then you're expecting it it's like oh god then they're gonna slow down right. so what are they gonna put on like yeah. some like sinatra or whatever whatever they're gonna do and they're gonna slow dance who cares and like then, at last like some like ella fitzgerald yeah or something. yeah yeah and then she pulls out the record i'm not gonna play it yet by too close by the group next just play it just play it i feel like we need a little yeah context here I mean, are you kidding me? And she, because she goes, she's like, this is something a lady can properly dance to, or something like that. Yeah, so you're thinking it's going to be like, maybe ABBA? Yeah, some ABBA yeah. or something like that? She, no. She's in like a robe, she like shakes her robe off, like does a D-robe. She full Stevie Nicks. <laughs> yeah. She goes full Stevie Nicks to baby when we're grinding. It is so fucking weird. Yeah, she's going like hammer elbows, like doing yes. that a lot. Yes. That was a big move for her. It was... She does that. She oh, was like... <laughs> she's oh like my doing, god. Doing the, the, like the LeBron James push down. The, the, pump the brakes. Pump, pump the brakes. The brakes. She She's pumping that. the brakes. I watched a uh, so I watched a Mahershala Ali on Jimmy Kimmel promoting this. Okay, and he says that the director directed them to both dance the way that they did. Oh my god! You mean he, gave them the freedom to dance? Or no, that he made Mahershala Ali dance because Mahershala Ali, if you, I mean, she steals the scene because she's wild. It's so weird. But but he's doing like a really like he does like a nerdy dad dance the whole time. Yeah, he's just doing kind of a dad shuffle. Yeah, he's doing. Of... He just does like a nerdy dad shuffle. Yeah. And, he, and he said he wanted to be cooler and smoother, and the director was like, "No, no, you have to be like you have to tone it down, like okay. be like a nerdy dad." Yeah, which I think fit his character. Because he yeah. was supposed to be like an uptight finance guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. And Julia Roberts said that she tried to get the director to change the song choice like a hundred times. No. Yeah. And he wouldn't do it. And I think he was right. Wow. I, I think that that song saved the scene. Yeah. Because it's weird. It's so weird. You yeah. do not see it coming. That's this, that's like the one thing I really don't want to spoil for people because you just don't see it coming. And yeah. it's like, oh my God, this song. And I like, guess it just yeah, is awkward. It keeps the awkward vibe of the yeah, whole, the kind yeah, of ten- tension yeah. of the whole I watched movie. an interview with the director. Yeah. He was saying the same thing. It's, it was, it's like he wanted that scene to be uncomfortable and weird. Yeah. And like, yeah, just like. All right. Well, he nailed it. Yeah. yeah I was like, that is a good, great and, song. Choice. And he yeah. escaped the whole, like, they're going to dance out their tension cliche. So. Yeah. 
yeah. well, he, he really su- succeeded. Yeah, no, he, sure. he he subverted that whole scene yeah. when you were ready to like roll your eyes and turn it off, and then it was like, whoa. I mean, yeah. I'm telling you, Julia Roberts does the worst Stevie Nicks twirling. Because <laughs> she's also low to the ground for some yeah. reason. Like yeah. she doesn't she doesn't pull her arms up like most women at a wedding, you know, like most of your aunts at a wedding just do No, it yeah, she's like, she was like low with it. It's yeah. bizarre. Yeah. It's bizarre. They do a really good her and Maharshali, like getting close to each other but not touching, and then yeah. they eventually like embrace and it's it's very good. It's it's such a weird scene. You have, I don't even think we're doing it justice by no. talking about it. You guys have to Appar- watch it. I mean, apparently the scene is like gone viral. Oh, okay. So I'm sure like everyone has seen it okay. already. Yeah. But like it's it's uh, yeah. I, I was like wow. It's crazy. Uh, I also I loved the dynamic between Julia Roberts and Ethan Hawke because she was like the the go getter woman. You yeah. know the very like doer go getter. I planned our vacation. Yeah. And packed our bags. So we're going. And and then he was like the easygoing dad. Yeah. Who she would always get on him about like not taking care of things. I feel like that. <laughs> the entire movie. Yeah. So I feel like they played that great. Yeah, Ethan Hawke was really good in he this. He was really good. I feel like he played a really good, like, liberal New York guy who's, like, who's like the nice guy in his every His bikini situ- kill shirt. His bikini kill shirt, exactly. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you know, he's, he loves a feminist punk band. Yeah. Um, he's a good guy. He goes with the flow. But if there's an apocalypse and he finds a um, Latinx uh, Spanish, um, you know, woman on the side of the road that's hysterical, he's not that liberal. You know, he's going to roll up his window and drive away. And then he's going to cry about it. And then he's going to cry cry about leaving her and stranding the the heavyset Spanish woman who can't speak English and clearly needs help. Yeah, and then he becomes a victim about it later when he's smoking pot with the daughter. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I thought the characters were all weird and layered in this way. That was was cool. Yeah. Ian Hawke is really good. He's almost, he's getting like better at acting as he gets older, Mm. I feel like. He's so good. I feel like he's another... uh, for just speaking me specifically, where mm-hmm. I kind of missed a lot of his career, like with like with Kevin Costner, or like Ethan Hawke, I don't even remember a lot of like what oh he's my God, been. He's in. been in everything. I know he has. He's like um, Dead Poets Society, Reality Bites. Yeah, I didn't see um, any of those. God, what else? Uh, Training Day, I missed. Training Day, um, um, Gattaca, what's where that. he met yeah. Uma Thurman. Um, they were married, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. they were married. He's a nanny fucker. It's okay. That's still oh, together. Yeah, yeah, um, okay. Um, but first reformed with Paul oh, Schrader. Oh, so this was the nanny, Ryan Hawk. <laughs> Yeah. So this was who he cheated wow, and she just kind of looks like a younger Uma Thurman. Whoa. Anyway. Anyway, um, not to get into anyone's business here. You know. Whatever. They're but, um, but yeah, he was in Paul Schrader, that movie First Reformed. I became obsessed with it, and he plays this like really conflicted um, Protestant a priest who becomes obsessed with like environmentalism in this way where it's like I, I should watch this it's really good yeah. um i loved his, his at the end he he has this like moment where he kind of has uh, he goes mad and like and it's so good he's yeah. his portrayal of madness i was like this is so good um oops i dropped my phone anyway he's, yeah he was um, great i love the scene where he like in that same scene where he leaves the spanish woman on the mm-hmm. road and then like that big drone thing yeah. is flying over him and he's just driving and he's like shit <laughs> shit it's, yeah. like, it's so good yeah, yeah. and uh, it was fun to watch julia roberts again because i haven't she i know she's been in like movies but none of the movies that she's been in i haven't really wanted to see but it was fun to watch her play like a really unlikable character yeah you know? um because mm-hmm. she's usually plays like more the likable women i think uh, yeah no she's kind of usually just like like i mean you made the joke it was nice to see her do a movie that wasn't with george clooney just to not <laughs> see her in a romantic comedy with george clooney <laughs> yeah um uh, yeah, because I saw, yeah, uh, 
She was great. And yeah. I thought I thought everyone in the movie was like really good. I yeah. thought it was really well acted. Um, yeah, the only thing for me it dragged a little bit, but it was a little too that, long. It could have been twenty minutes shorter. Yeah, yeah. could have been a little shorter. But um, and the other thing to me, there was a thing with deer where the deer were like this kind of like ominous presence, and I just didn't buy it. I'm sorry, mm. deer are not threatening. Even if deer surrounded me, I'd be like, all right, let's go, deer. Yeah, like it should have been bears or something that like really like I don't like know mountain cat something. Uh, yeah, I was yeah. like, I don't understand, and but I'll. But although, or maybe deer, maybe that's the point: is that a deer is not threatening, but it's just weird to have like a hundred deer standing and staring at you. Still, I, you know, go yeah. ahead, like I'll fight back deer. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I, it was not intimidating and weird to me, but it was fun to watch Julia Roberts um, go into complete hysterics to defend off the deer because you know in that scene those deer were CGI. Oh yeah, she's just so yelling at trees. She's just completely freaking out in the woods alone. <laughs> and I just thought about like that actress next to her just had to like stand there and be quiet while Julia uh, Julia Roberts just gave her best like female hysteria performance. Yeah, it was it was so yeah, good. it was very like mother saving her child from a bear. Yeah, like, it, like that's what she was doing. It's so good. Um, uh, yeah, it was great. I I, I like I really like this movie. Yeah, I enjoyed watching. It's it. a good Netflix movie. I feel like a lot of yeah. these movies that come out on Netflix, and you watch them, and you're like, "This is the worst thing I've ever seen." Like, what am I doing? But yeah. um, it was really good. It was yeah. worth it. I, I was like, at the end of it, I was like, liked it, and I've liked it more like in the days since. Yeah, like, thinking about because I think the tension when you're watching it, they really it really does get kind of tense, and I think that's. Like, I think for me, I was like, I want this movie to end. I don't like it. But I think it was more just like, it was such a stressful. Yeah. And visually, it was cool. There was a lot of like really nice, um, like, yeah, it was, framing yeah. and cinematography. Yeah. And like, yeah, visually, very nice. Yeah, I, th- I thought pleasing. so too. Uh, um, what'd you think of the ending? Because the ending seems to be very polarizing. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I didn't like it. I guess I would say I did. I thought it was a little too easy. Mm. a little too easy I, and, I can see that and also just like too tied everything up even though it still left everything open it was just too like the whole thing with like the last one you know what I mean yeah, but, but yeah. it was just too like this is the Friends episode it's this thread throughout the thing and then the last episode of the Friends is called the last one or something like that yeah, I don't that's, know that's the, that's the name of the last episode it, it was yeah. okay it, it was okay it was okay I, I didn't think it was bad I liked it yeah you know I didn't I, I you know I, I liked it. I, cause I, I thought there, because people like, a big complaint is that, like, oh, well, they, they need to do another movie to see what happened. We don't know what happened. It's like, we do know what happened. Everyone was fucked and there was no one in charge. Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, it had gotten crazy violent. The yeah. only thing I kind of wanted to see was when um, Mahershala Ali, is that, did I say it right? Uh, Mahershala. Sorry, Mahershala Ali said to Ethan Hawke, like, I need to know that you're going to be with me because we're going to have to go into this bunker and we're going to have to, like... Mm. So I kind of wanted to see what happens when all of them went into even a smaller space together and that's what I thought it was going to get down to. Yeah, I mean, I guess that could be an interesting... Yeah, that could be an interesting... But they could have gone that earlier instead of dragged a little bit. Yeah, so I thought that's where it was going. But, I mean, it wasn't bad. To me, it was just a little too, like, a literal... A little too literal metaphor. It's like, okay, the last one... uh, Okay. I don't know. I respect that. But yeah. but also at the same time, like, I appreciate the fact that, like, Friends is so much this huge part of the zeitgeist now, yeah. which is so weird because yeah. I grew up watching it and thought it was fine. But, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think it's that. It is, con- it is weird how yeah. younger generations are obsessed with it. Yeah, and, and it's know. wild. Because um, uh, I was, yeah, I, I was not really a Friends person. I mean, you know, I had seen a few episodes and I thought some episodes were funny, but I was not like a Friends person. No, not at all. Um, so. Yeah, so, and it is kind of wild that this came out like right after Matthew Perry died. 
It's weird. It's like weird. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of weird, sad, but um, yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm like conflicted on the ending. Like definitely when we were watching it, I was like, oh, really? That's how it ends. And then I just thought, yeah, a little too literal for me. But at the same time, I like that he kind of kept it mysterious in this other way where, like, you really just, it's up to your imagination to figure out what happened to each character yeah. in this way, yeah. you know? Yeah. I don't know. So that I like about it. I like when movies kind of leave things up to you to decide. Yeah, no, I, I, like, I love a cliffhanger ending. Because that was the problem with Old. When we were watching Old, Old was so good. And then at the end, they, like, explained everything yeah old would have been better if it just kind of was like a weird open ending yeah like don't explain all the horror like that's a good thing they did they didn't explain all the terror which makes it scarier because it's still unknown yeah um Mm -hmm. so i guess i I guess it was good i will say maybe i've come around on the ending after we're talking about it but eh, a little literal but but still i I get that it's definitely literal it's definitely very on the nose Um, on the nose but 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 thankful to keep everything else mysterious yeah. that's probably the best way to do yeah. it and it was another part of the scene where you did see it coming but like 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 a minute or two before it happened i was like oh here we go yeah yeah it was it was okay but i don't think it's easy yeah there's movies never end really well so as far as endings go it's fine I guess. I don't know. I I agree. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, good movie. Recommend it. And uh, hope we, we didn't spoil it too bad for people. But, um, all right. Oh, my God. <laughs> and there's, yeah, it was, this is Too Close by Next. Uh, yeah. yeah, I really, I enjoyed it. I had a good time watching it. Yeah. And this song is, uh, really just brings us back to the 90s. Oh, my just God. Just, like, being in the backseat of my parents' car. Just being, to me, this is, like, another seventh grade dancing song. Ooh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's like, this song I could handle, but if Genuine's Pony comes on, <laughs> oh, God. That is just a primal beat. Anyway. Um, all right, this is Entertainment Entertainment, an entertaining conversation about entertainment with comedians Justin Angermeyer and Kayla McKay. I'm Kayla McKay. I'm Justin Angermeyer. This is Too Close by Next. Sorry. Drama like Dancing real close. Alright, sorry. Hard for me. Baby, it's on snow. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's very good. <laughs>